are listening to the Andy Zanka Youth Empowerment Program on KDNK Community Radio. This is Brain Garden, a monthly collaboration between ASIAP and my organization, Cangel's Connection. The mission of Brain Garden is to start conversations on topics that our youth are experiencing. Conversations create a dialogue for healing and offer resources for other community members in need. These students are opening their hearts and stories to help facilitate conversations in our community. I'm your host, Janelle Hildebrand, and I'm the founder of Cangel's Connection, Inc., also referred to as the Cangel Connection Foundation. I started Cangel's Connection in 2019 after my son, Kane passed away from an accidental drug overdose on June 20th of 2018 at 24 years old. Cangel's Connection mission is to be the hub of connecting resources to the people in need. I felt alone as a parent of a struggling young man, and I didn't have the resources for myself or for Kane. My website is C-A-I-N-E dot C-A-I-N-E-G-E-L-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N dot org. And I have a list of resources that is continuously growing. I became connected with ASYEP through KDNK. And if you're a teen listening and would like to share your story and offer some resources, please contact Janelle Hildebrand at J-E-N-X-T-R-E-M-E-S-K-I at gmail.com. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes to listen to one of our upcoming conversations. Welcome to the Brain Garden. I have a special guest today. Hunter, will you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Hunter Brown. I'm local in the Valley. Lived here most of my life. I'm 29 years old. And yeah, a good friend of Janelle's. Yes. Tell me like a little about yourself so so the listeners can kind of get an idea of who you are. So hobbies, what you like to do, what you're studying in school, um, pets, family. Right on. Um, well, I'm a really active person. I love to ski. I say skiing is probably my favorite sport. I grew up playing soccer, did varsity soccer at Glenwood Springs High. Um, also like to like make music and stuff, um, either canned music on a computer or play my guitar or my spirit flute. I guess uh, other stuff I would like to do in the valley... Growing up here, you know, hiking and adventuring was always really fun. My dad always knew the great spots to take me, and he grew up here as well. So, you know, it's kind of like tradition. So it was kind of cool to get to experience all of that. And now that the, you know, boom has happened in this area where everybody has moved here, it's not really like, like that anymore. So it was really special to get a look back on all that too. I think that's cool about growing up here Um, and having you grow up here and I've lived here as long as you have been growing up here but I feel the same like I grew up coming here as a kid and those sweet spots that are now popular you feel thankful that you had that time before the crowds came so yeah I agree with you absolutely yeah and um I didn't mention what I was doing from school in school right now um I'm studying to do my associates in science here at CMC um, looking to do further studies in cosmology, so I'm going to have to like, either transfer to a bigger school or find just another online type school that I can do my schooling through. Before that, I did some audio engineering out in Denver. I did a bachelor's program and a master's program, both in 
taking place in live studios. So that was pretty interesting. I got to see some live bands perform and see them, you know, do the whole rundown of recording to tape and to digital. So it's really interesting. That's Very really cool, stuff. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. You've done some really cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now you're making music too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm having a lot of fun doing that. We have like a crew of people in the valley that make music, and we all keep in touch. I don't know if anybody else out there uses Discord, but we use Discord and we meet up. We have chat sessions in there. We share videos. We'll share compositions of music. Ask people's opinion. It's it's a great little community we've kind of created. So that's super rad. Yeah, so it's fun. Oh, I love that you're doing that. That kind of stuff is like so positive and healthy. Absolutely. You know, the music. Yeah, creation is is putting positive energy into the universe. You know. Like, yeah. There's not too. I guess there is creation out there that could harm, but you know, for the most part, I feel like creation usually comes from a positive place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good yeah. intentions most of the time. Yeah. So today is a special day. It's um, Kane was your best friend. Absolutely. And my son, and it's his birthday today. So he'd be 29. And so that's how we got connected for those listening. Um, and so let's touch base a little bit about that. Um, Kane passed away four years ago on June 20th on, in 2018 of an accidental overdose. And so that was really hard for a community, but especially for, you know, I don't know what that's like to be a friend and losing a friend. So if you wouldn't mind touching base a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, truthfully, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to hold myself together as best I can. But, you know, it was heartbreaking. It really was. I mean, uh, like you said, we spent a lot of time together. Um, I remember me and Kane, I think the first time I met him was playing soccer. And um, he was just one of the best goalies I've ever seen, even at a young age. He was already super tall and was just, you know, a G. Like, he'd just leap for any ball, like, and he would block all of them, and he would, you know, dive into situations where maybe he'd get hurt just to save that goal, and it was, like, you know, it was so inspiring. He had so much heart, you know what I mean? It's just, you know, it was a bummer that, what happened happened and you know i remember the day that it happened i i got that call and you know honestly at first i didn't really believe what i had heard so i had to ask again like can you repeat that and i just remember like breaking down and i like cut out of work i was like i'm leaving and they didn't like you know they were wondering why but i was just cutting out i was out of there i was headed back to town to get you know back in touch with everybody else because you know we have a tight group of friends that's I wouldn't even call friends it's more of a family we're like you know a group of people that have come together and created this bond that is just awe-inspiring and when we lose one of our family members it's just so heartbreaking I remember just it just devastating everybody it was it was a very devastating day it really was and um but to get that call and to have you guys come together to support each other witnessing that and also supporting me which is like so special even to this day so know that we have each other and we have to hold on to that absolutely i mean that's the i think that's the number one thing lately that's been getting me out of bed is just remembering that there are other people in my life that care about me and i care about them and that's huge you know I know the world's kind of crazy right now. I know people probably listening are probably in a you know a bad place themselves. I know that 
things aren't easy right now. The economy is in the tank, you know, COVID, we're on the end of COVID or still in COVID, you know, everything's just so uncertain right now. And I guess the biggest help for us all is just to remember that we still have those people. We still have the family around us to support us. And, you know, as long as we support each other, we can conquer anything. I truly believe that. I think that's like such a beautiful message because that's kind of how I felt deep in my soul when after losing Kane, I was thinking, I don't know if I can do it, like keep going. So the the message would be is to to live hard, to go hard and do what Kane would do in the goal is I wanted to be an example for you guys and say like, you know, I got this. It's going to be, it might be messy. It might not look pretty, but I'm going to get up on my feet and I'm going to face it and I'm going to be honest about it and talk about it. And so that's why we're here today because we're not the only ones losing people. No. And so if we can be an example to other people, I think that's just really important to, to say there's hope. And there absolutely is. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I feel like it's a tough thing to come to terms with too, you know, the realization or acceptance that, you know, eventually we all are going to take that path and, you know, go, you know, wherever, you know, you believe you go is, you know, kind of just tough to come to terms with. But I feel like at the same time, the more I analyze it and be more open to it, the more I start to understand that, you know, since life is such a beautiful and fragile thing, and we all get given life, and we all have to go through death as well, maybe death isn't such a bad thing, you know what I mean? Maybe that's just the next step, the next, right. you know, journey that we take. It's and, another chapter in yeah. life because it, you're still going on. Yeah, your energy still carries on no matter what. I think the hard thing is it isn't the passing, it's the missing that person. Absolutely. That's where I think, and all the love. So to me, when we have emotions and pain, it's because we have that much love. And so it, that's how we express our love is through tears or through having an emotion about it. Absolutely. And, and tears are healing. I mean, I'll tell anybody any day of the week, you know, if you feel like you got to cry, cry, do it. That's healing. That's what's your body healing. That's your body letting those emotions go, letting that energy pass on. It's your body's way of, you know, coping. It's a coping mechanism. It's a way to, you know, kind of wash it away. It's a healthy release. And so, yeah, there's no shame in crying. Absolutely not. And if we think about it, it's a very passing. It doesn't last for hours. It's like maybe two minutes. Yeah. And then you kind of had that release and you kind of go, whew, okay, I feel better. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You know, I actually, every time I've cried, I've felt better afterwards. But if I've gotten upset to the point where I don't cry and I just don't allow myself to cry, I normally am not coming out of that situation either learning something or feeling better about the situation. Because what I've done is I've taken that emotion and I've tucked it away. And I've gotten, I'm just not going to acknowledge that. Does it just build? If you tuck it away. Absolutely. I, I definitely believe that, you know, eventually it's like, I don't know if it's guilt or if it's just the fact that that energy is just stirring around in there and you can f literally feel it. 
And, you know, you got to express that energy somehow. Yeah. And, you know, obviously finding a healthy way to do it is what's prime. But, you know, we're all guilty of, you know, not necessarily expressing our emotions in the best way. So I know I'm guilty of that. So I think every human being is just trying to figure out the best way to express the emotion or to release the energy. And, and it comes with experience. We get better at it when yeah. we're younger. I, I remember being kind of like your age or younger, maybe my younger 20s, and saying and not really understanding how what was going on. So I'd get angry or, or things didn't go my way. And so then I wasn't releasing it in a healthy way. Yeah. Where now I feel like, okay, if I need to cry, I'll cry. Or if I need to go for a walk or I know that I, I need to express myself, I'll go hit a tennis ball or go to the gym. Yeah. What are no. some of the things that you do when you're working through your emotions? I mean, honestly, and I know it doesn't work for a lot of people. I know a lot of people think it's hokey, but I meditate. I, I sit and, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do you meditate on? Oh, it's not that I don't meditate on nothing. It's not that I meditate on something. It's more that I just am there. I'm just sitting with myself and I'm allowing myself to be who I am in that moment. And all I'm doing is acknowledging that. And knowing that, okay, this is me when I'm feeling anger. This is me when I'm feeling happy. You know, being aware of your mind states is huge because how else are you going to either change your actions in the moment or stop yourself from having an action that you are going to regret later without acknowledging and being aware of where, you know, these thoughts are taking you before you get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, being alone with yourself. And it could be sitting in nature if you really like outside. You could be outside. watering your garden. You could be out in your garden. You could be by the river. You could be on a walk and do a walking meditation. You could be sitting meditation. in your room and listening to music. You could. Whatever, whatever brings you to you, you know what I mean? Like whatever brings you back to, you know, a point where you can just sit with yourself and kind of let everything else, you know, be on the back burner for a little bit. It doesn't necessarily have to go away. In fact, a lot of the times I find myself in the meditation, like, you know, oh, oh I'm, I'm getting off track or whatever. And it's like, I remind myself that it's not about being on track or, you know, I don't have a goal necessarily when I sit down. It's just there to be there and just to see, you know, where that takes me and, you know, how I'm feeling today and, you know, what's that like to other days or what's new today and you know being aware of you know where you're at is huge because it, a lot of the times we find ourselves you know in a confrontation or whatever and you'll find when you look into that situation that most of the time it's you know oh, that I wasn't really mad at that person you know I that was something that I was dealing with and I just kind of threw it at them and it had nothing to do with them at all and it's like you know, I'm definitely guilty of doing that one. I, I'm probably the worst at that one, you know. Finding a way to take that energy and either, you know, redirect into something more healthy or find a way to express it in a healthy way is, I think, prime. Like, because otherwise, you know, it just kind of builds up like a kettle and then you overflow. Yeah, and then it's, it's going to come out tenfold. Hot. Tenfold, right? Yeah, it's going to be hot energy. So, Hunter, I ask you to come today with our conversation with a song. So would you introduce a song and then let's tell us a little bit about the song. 
All right. Um, well, the song I had in mind, and it's the, the name's kind of funny, but it's called Stupid Deep, and it is Stupid Deep, so prepare yourselves, people. Um, it's by John Bellion, and um, I really do love this guy a lot. He uh, has a good way of expressing his emotions and really being you know, honest with how we really all feel is what I think really grabs me the most about this song. So like, he's not afraid to say those things that people are like, you know, oh, people think I'm weak or, you know, whatever. He just is like, this is how it is. This is how I'm feeling. Like, and I know you're feeling it too, so. So be inspired and stay tuned to listen to John Bellion's Stupid Deep. And we'll be back after this song. Enjoy What if who I hoped to be was always me And the love I fought to feel was always free What if all the things I've done, yeah Were just attempts at earning love, yeah Cause the hole inside my heart is stupid deep Stupid deep what if where I've tried to go was always here And the path I've tried to cut was always clear Why has life become a plan? To put some money in my head When the love I really need is stupid cheap Stupid cheap Just attempts at any love, yeah. And cause the hole inside my heart is stupid, dear. If you're just tuning in, this is Janelle Hildebrand, your host on The Brain Garden, and I'm here with my special guest, Hunter Brown, and we just played you his song choice, 
Stupid Deep by John Bellion. And we're, we covered losing um, Hunter's best friend, Kane, and today's Kane's birthday. Hence, Kangel Connection, my foundation, um, was named after Kane, um, who's now an angel. And so we're covering grief and talking about um, all kinds of things as to how you can handle your emotions, to being honest and open and sitting with yourself, meditation. Um, what else, Hunter? Chime in with me. Um, yeah, you know, like we were saying, family is really important too, you know, surrounding yourself with those people and, you know, constantly reminding yourself that those people are there, you know, even if we're not physically there all the time, you know, it's always nice to have, you know, something with skin on it sometimes, but, you know, just reminding ourselves that, you know, we're all out there and we're all trying to make it, you know, I think it's huge because, you know, sometimes we just forget. I know I do sometimes. It's just like, you know, you think, oh, I'm just out here doing my own thing and everybody else is taking off. And it's like, no, that's not the case at all. Everybody else is still, you know, doing their thing while you're doing your thing. And, you know, that's You just got to, you got to, I think the the importance of it's really easy to go inside when we're feeling not when we're not feeling okay or feeling good and I I don't really know if those are accurate feeling or terms for how we're feeling but when things seem somewhat normal we kind of just go about our day but when they're not good or you're not feeling good with yourself I think we go inside and we push people away not I think it's subconscious though I don't think we purposely Absolutely. think I just don't want to talk to you you just think I don't want other people to like feel what I'm feeling or I don't want them to see me this way but I've found in my healing after losing Kane is I feel better when I just reveal myself and be honest no matter what's going on with the people that are supportive and the people that are in my circle um, and once they know that I'm not feeling okay, then maybe what I'm saying or my behavior, what they can understand it. And then they're like more supportive to me. Absolutely. Like, I'm sorry, you're having a bad day. I wouldn't have known that because we put on a <clears throat> smile and we say everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like communication is huge because, you know, we're all not telepath. I mean, let's be honest. You know, we like to think that sometimes, oh, I, I read your mind, man. I totally just read your mind. But <laughs> truth of the matter is, is that no one knows what anybody else is thinking. So sometimes you just got to ask. Sometimes you just got to reach out, you know, Yeah. either way. So because, you know, sometimes you, either, you might, you know, if, if you feel like maybe one of your friends is down and you're, you're not sure, it doesn't hurt to ask, right? It doesn't hurt to just be like, hey, man, is everything good? Yeah. You never know. You might open up a can of worms that's like, you know, man, things aren't good. Like, I'm having a really hard time and I really need to talk about it and I'm glad you asked. And it's like, you know, that's huge. Like, because I feel like that's missing, especially in our society with, you know, everybody on their phones. Nobody really phone calls each other anymore. Some people FaceTime. But really, you know, we're on social media. We're text messaging. We're emailing. It's all text, you know. There's no face-to-face conversations anymore. There's no more looking people in the eye. So, you know, I feel like the more of that we can give each other, the better. Because, I mean, humans are social creatures. We live in packs. You know, we live in, you know, groups of communities. So clearly we like it. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. I think I read something that said the more connected we are as people – the better survival we have and whatever that means in your perception. But to me, it just means it's healing. 
so it can make us feel better. We come together to share food, we share music, we share stories, we share so many things that when COVID kind of came, it kind of shut all that down. And I think we're kind of feeling the effects of people not being together. So now it's time to get together. Absolutely. Safely, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Safely, you know, if you feel like you need to wear a mask or something, absolutely do that. Make sure you're being safe out there. But I would agree with you, Janelle. We need to, I think people need to start getting out more and getting back together and enjoying each other's company and realizing that, you know, (laughs) maybe the world isn't as bad as we keep painting it. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, yeah, there's a lot of problems, but, you know, we can all solve them if we work together, truthfully. I do think (laughs) gathering and reaching out and being open and being honest and and asking the people around you, you know, how you doing? You doing okay? You don't seem right. Or if you're not feeling good, let let people know that you feel comfortable or safe with that aren't going to judge that. And, and open up because it is healing and, and know that the world is so imperfect. That's what makes it so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. So, world wouldn't be any fun if everything just worked out. <laughs> no. And that wouldn't be, there would be no growth going on. No. So we're all growing and learning and trying and we're all doing the best we can. And so like Hunter was saying, just be kind, be gentle and yeah, know I that mean, we don't know everyone's struggles. And, you know, none of us really know what's going on. So at least be kind. Like, out of all things you can do in the universe, at least be kind to one another. Right. None of us understand why we're here or where we're going, but we could at least be kind to each other on the way, right? You might see each other somewhere (laughs) in the future. You could be working a job and maybe that person comes into your life. So it's just easier to resolve any conflict or, um, or, just cleanse yourself of any feelings because a lot of those emotions, it was funny when you were telling me that story about when you brought up that example of like somebody could trigger something within you and it's not really them. They don't have the power over you, but it's something you're working through and it just triggered it. So work those things out. Don't wait. So I'm going to say happy birthday, Kane, And I want to thank the listeners for tuning in today to The Brain Garden. I want to thank you, Hunter, for coming in and spending this time with me. So any final message you want to send off to the listeners? First off, happy birthday, Kane. I love you, brother. I'll see you again. I'm sure of it. And um, thank you for having me. It was really fun. It was so fun. I, I love having these conversations. In-depth conversations are my go-to thing. So, um I think if I had any last thing to say, it would just be last step to, you know, working through this kind of stuff is remember forgiveness. Don't forget to forgive yourself. Don't forget to forgive other people because it's no, there's no sense in hanging on to that negative energy. I love that. So be gentle, be kind. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to The Brain Garden with Hunter Brown and myself, your host, Janelle Hildebrand. And I want to thank Andy Zanke Youth Empowerment for the platform and Katie and Kay.